We are joined by Maureen Holloway of the podcast Women of Ill Repute with Wendy Mesley. Good morning, Maureen. Good morning. Um, How are you? I'm okay. It's St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> yes, it is. Jimmy Kimmel is coming under fire for having made fun of Irish people. You know, not just Jimmy Kimmel, but Saturday Night Live also did a sketch uh, last week. Uh, this was leading up to the Oscars because a sizable number of, of Irish people were nominated in different categories. Um, and, but this is a constant thing. My father, uh, was, my father who's not with us, was Irish, is Irish, born in Dublin. Yeah. And, uh, you know, this, this, this portrait of the Irish as a bunch of drinkers who like to fight um, is getting a little tired. I mean, that being said, my, my dad did like to drink. <laughs> and he got into a few fights. <laughs> no, he didn't. But <laughs> come to think of it, <laughs> there may be some truth there. But, but uh, you know, it's funny. And this is a, a, a a constant question about why why is it all right to to um, trivialize or stereotype some minorities and not others and the, the answer is usually because you should stay away from people that are oppressed but yeah. you can make the argument that the Irish have been oppressed certainly they do yeah um, over the years so yeah it's a sweeping generalization I'm just trying to think is there a nationality that you can mock with impunity anymore and if there if there isn't I suggest the French that's what I was gonna say <laughs> especially French waiters who are always trying to shame me for my French accent. It's like, screw you. Well, what it was, I think it was Peter Ustinov who said there the only thing I can't stand are, uh, are the intolerant, uh, being intolerant of other people's cultures and the Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it is funny, though, because, you know, for example, I'll impersonate a French Canadian and someone will say, yeah, You're racist. And yeah. say, would you do that of an Indian person? And it's like, no, I wouldn't. No, so. but it is. It's I think that the, the key to getting away with it, if you will, is the level of, of oppression that a certain yeah. uh, ethnicity has faced. And so I think the French are fair game. And I think, you know, it's St. Patrick's Day. Let's give the Irish a break and just <laughs> applaud them as as a creative and witty and wonderful group of people. <laughs> <laughs> you have a blog this week on Oh, Substack. you love this. <laughs> yeah, but, well, because I was there. And, yeah, I know. And you mentioned me, but you don't name me, but that's okay. Well, well no, well, I never, you were there. This is, is this, this is a story that sort of came from nowhere, but until in terms of making fun, you know, we were playing golf in in California a few weeks ago. You know when you lost your luggage, and yeah. and we, so I posted a picture of we were at this beautiful course, and you you were with me. We were riding together, and uh, somebody responded, "Could your teeth be any bigger?" To me, yeah. And I have big teeth, but that wasn't the point, and I thought it was mean, so I basically responded by wondering if uh, uh, a, 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 an appendage of his could be any bigger. <laughs> Um, what I love is... Because I'm classy it, that way, right? It, well, but it took you three holes <laughs> oh, and 45 was, minutes to decide whether seething. or not. Yeah. And, you know, we're both out there. Uh, certainly, I mean, we're out there right now on the radio or on social media, <laughs> and we should be used to this kind of thing. And it shouldn't bother... But you could see it was affecting my game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So I wrote about it as well. I basically wrote a, I write on Substack um, if, under my name and women of ill repute. And uh, so I basically wrote a history of my huge teeth because I'm going through my fourth root canal. I mean, I spent a lot of time and money on my teeth. I don't choose for them to be big, but you know, that's the way it is. And, and so I took this guy down and uh, he ended up taking his comment down. So I feel that I won, but um, yeah. yeah, 
Yeah, you know, but, but, making fun of the Irish and and also and Irish people with big teeth. It's like, come on. Well, for give me, me a though, break. the story is more about just how, and nobody should be surprised anymore, but how petty, mean, and stupid people can be on social media. And I don't think they think about it. I mean, like, right? I don't think he thought that he was insulting you. He wasn't, and and he thought he, he was being funny. He, yeah, he thought he was funny. Yeah, leave the funny to the professionals, buddy. Yeah. Well, <laughs> speaking of media, um, yes. I was reading an advice column this week because I love advice columns and it was a woman who said that her boss told her I don't think we can say the phrase on the air but basically she had a sour puss oh the resting bee face yeah Yeah. during digital meetings and she said what do I what am I supposed to do about this I have one of those faces too where if I'm not smiling or if I'm not speaking if I'm just thinking of something I look I I, people you say why what's the matter it's like Ron (laughs) Sexsmith oh he's got a pouty face yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I mean that's just the way it. And but for her boss to tell her that, that's like that's like making fun of her teeth. There you go. All right. Right. It's not fair. So you sent me some uh, photo images via email of uh, stupid clothing trends. The only thing I will fight to the death over is men wearing capri pants. That's got to what, end. What? That's such a weird thing to obsess about, John Moore. <laughs> What's wrong with a man showing a little ankle? No. No, it's the one I, I, I'm watching the Oscars, the red carpet or the champagne carpet as it was last mm-hmm. week. Uh, there were a number of uh, the beautiful dresses, but, you know, they're, they're almost like slips over this no pants look, which seems to be persistent. I, I sent you a couple of articles from Glamour and uh, Vogue even. Uh, it's basically women wearing like a bathing suit with a jacket, that kind of look. And I'm thinking, you know, one's upper thighs are not necessarily the most attractive part of one's body, but, you know, if they are, sure. But what fashions always seems to be looking for a way to show off some part of your body that you hadn't thought about. Uh, in your case, it's ankles uh, on men. Don't want to see them. Yeah. But you're okay with shorts. Oh, I'm fine with shorts. It's capri oh, pants. It's, There's, it's there is a level so weird. of capriciousness about them that I... <laughs> I'm just, but is, is that where Capri comes from? Capricious? <laughs> it could be, but let it ne- never be forgotten. All of us have gone through certain trends in fashion that we regret, and the '80s are pretty well a blank slate for me. Why did you just have a lot of colorful oh, wind windbreakers? I had a yellow cotton jacket from uh, um, Le Chateau that had shoulder pads. Oh, well, we all had shoulder pads, John. I don't know how we got through doors between the, the shoulder pads and the shirt and the jacket and the overcoat, but we lived to tell the tale. Yeah, but and without captured photographs. That's what I love about having grown that up pre-Facebook. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Thank goodness for that. Okay, what do you got on women of ill repute? Oh, my goodness. Uh, well, who do we have? Cindy Blackstock this week, who is uh, the director of the uh, first, I don't have her full title, but okay. she's basically an activist for Indigenous children, and she is... Is she seems like the sweetest woman in the world, but she's a fighter and uh, just a really, really interesting woman. So she's our guest this week on uh, Women of Ill Repute. Good stuff. Thanks a lot, Mo. You too.